Welcome everybody to our service this morning, which will be led by Jenny, uh, Reverend Jenny Travis, for anybody who doesn't know. Um, you're all very welcome. You will have seen, hopefully, as you joined this morning, um, or, or at least those not on the uh, not on the phone will have seen a poll that was uh, on the screen. Um, and I've been told I'm allowed to share the results with you, so it's very exciting. Um, I'll, I'll announce them in uh, in, thir- in in reverse order. In third place, with no votes. We have bronze medalists are happier than silver medalists. In second place, with two votes, we have coffee makes you happy. And with a landslide victory in first place, we have with nine votes, happiness is contagious. So there we go. That was the results. I think I can even click share and it'll show people the result. There you go. I didn't even know you could do that. Now you should be able to see them on your screens. Um, there will be communion this morning later on. So uh, there, there'll be a song shortly. So if you if you haven't got anything prepared, you'll be able to perhaps nip out during the song and, uh, and grab some uh, bread and wine or fruit juice or water or any any sort of any substitute um that, that works for you um other than that just the, re- the usual reminders to please keep yourself on mute unless you are actually um due to speak in the order of service um and um i think i think that's it really the the prayer room will open at the end um and with that i'll hand over to Jenny, thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Steve. Our call to worship this morning. Happy are those who follow the ways of the Lord. God's ways are just and merciful. Those who follow God's words are continually nourished in faith. In all that they do, they prosper. Come, let us open our hearts to God's passionate love. Let us celebrate God's mercy and justice. Amen. And we sing this morning our first song that has been selected by our soon-to-be new members, Emily, Rachel and Erin. And it is 10,000 Reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name, sin like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy
God are the ground of our being, the river of life. You both steady our roots and draw them to seek the living waters. You are like the sunlight enticing us taller and like the breeze rustling our leaves. You are with us through hard seasons of summer heat and in the night when winter frosts ice the landscape your love warms and sustains us. You are everything to us. Oh, let our gratitude be great. Let our praise be plentiful. Let our worship 
be wonderful through Christ Jesus, your loving, ever-living ever Son. Amen. Father, our world offers many wide avenues and beautiful streets to walk. Our God invites us to walk the road of service and sacrifice. Our society suggests we put down our roots in the shallow soil of pleasure and greed. Our God seeks to plant us on the banks of hope, watered by the rivers of joy and grace. Our culture promotes achievement, success, climbing to the top, ringing the bell. Our God tells us if we want to be first, we need to go to the end of the line. Merciful God, creator of all that is seen and unseen, our delight is in your word and we have a deep sense of your presence when we allow it to fill our lives night and day. For the times when we listen to the advice of those who rebel against you, forgive us. For those times when we can be found with those who scorn, forgive us. We experience your blessings like a tree that is planted beside a never-failing stream. For those times when we do not bear the fruits of your abundance, forgive us. Merciful God, renew us by your nature and blessing so that we may prosper in your ways. Watch over us so that the ways of the wicked pass from us. Amen. I'm going to ask Rachel now to lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now I'm going to pass over to Steve for birthdays. Thanks, Jenny. So does anybody have a birthday in the coming week or have we missed any last week? Wave or unmute yourself and let me know. Ruth. Ah, hi, Ruth. Should we three on Tuesday? Three on Tuesday. Wow. Anybody else? No, looks like it's... Just Ruth. So it's all for you, Ruth. I shall sing happy birthday to you now and everybody else will join in. Although most of us will keep our microphones muted to avoid an even worse cacophony than will come out of me. So let's sing happy birthday to Ruth. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ruth. Happy birthday to you. Ray. Thank you, Steve. 
So you've actually made me feel a little bit better because this morning I was going to play to you uh, the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. But of course, I was reminded that we're not allowed to do that. So instead, I have to read them to you. And I'm not even going to attempt Steve's braveness of singing them. If you've heard this song, you might be able to sing along in your own homes. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine, she's here. You can take a break. I'm a hot air balloon that could go to space. With air like I don't care, baby, by the way. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. Here comes bad news, talking this and that. Well, give me all you've got and don't hold back. Well, I should probably warn you, I'll be just fine. No offence to you. Don't waste your time. Here's why. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. Ain't nothing going to bring me down. My level's too high to bring me down. Ain't nothing going to bring me down. Because I'm happy. And now we're going to listen to our reading for this morning from the book of Psalms. I'm reading Psalm 1, The Two Ways. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They're like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Amen. Thank you, Rona. I adore the song by Pharrell Williams, Happy. If you haven't heard it, please look it up after the service today. It's a song which not only uses words to convey its message of happiness, but also it's the way the words are sung and the tune that accompanies them. They all scream happiness. And who doesn't love happy? However, the song is also one of my favourites because for me, it also conveys the truth about being happy as a Christian. A lightness of being, a room without a roof. A sense of rightness wherever you might journey, like a hot air balloon that could go to space. That bursting of joy to be God's and knowing everyone else around you is God's child too. Sunshine. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the song manages to express part of my relationship with God that me lacking the creative skills just cannot. I wonder what happiness is to you. What does happy feel like? 
Is it anything like the pictures that are painted by Pharrell's song? I wonder what it is you do that makes you happy. Perhaps it's taking part in a favourite hobby, maybe football. Maybe it's winning on your game on the computer. Perhaps for you, happiness is enjoying a delicious meal. For many of us at the moment, happiness could simply be having to the chance to hug someone that you love. What makes you happy? Happy is often looked down upon by Christians. It seems too small a word, too frivolous a goal for our God. But it's good to be happy. So good that the book of Psalms begins by talking about this very thing, happiness. Some Bible versions use the word blessed instead of happy. But the word happy is a direct translation from the Hebrew. Happiness is a serious business. For the psalmist, happy is like a tree planted by the streams of water. But the psalmist doesn't begin by telling us how to find this happiness. In an age-old teaching strategy, the psalmist explanation begins not with how to find happiness, but how not to. Happy are those, it says, who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path the sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers. We shouldn't listen to the advice of people who would try to advise us badly, but perhaps tell us that happiness is to be found in gaining material things, in work goals, winning at life. All these things are okay in themselves, but to rely on them for happiness is to delude ourselves. We shouldn't take the path that sinners tread. Discipleship with God is often called walking the way. We're called to follow Christ. The psalm warns us that to follow the directions of others might seem exciting for a time. It may appear to bring happiness of one kind or another. But true happiness, soul deep happiness, is found in following the path of Christ. Finally, we shouldn't sit in the seat of scoffers. Sitting down for that with those who don't take God seriously may seem clever or witty for a while. But in contrast to what so much of society tells us, happiness is not about ignoring God to do what we want. Rather, happiness is about doing what God wants done. Oh, that sounds very weighty, and it is. As good as happiness is, as I said before, happiness is a serious business. So what do we do to be happy? The psalm offers up the idea of being like trees, trees rooted in water. If we want to be happy trees, we have to root ourselves in water too. We root ourselves into the law. Those who delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law day and night, they are happy. Delighting in the law and meditating on it day and night might not seem like something that would make us happy. In some ways, it sounds like a recipe for unhappiness. Hearing all the things you must and mustn't do, rules for taking the very spontaneity and joy out of life. It sounds like a life of legality rather than grace. 
But Psalm 1 is not saying that happiness can be reduced to a mechanical process of following a set of rules for which we are rewarded. When the psalm speaks of the law, it speaks of all the scriptures, of all God's word. To be happy, we are to root ourselves in, steep ourselves in scripture, the word. To quote Pharrell, happiness is the truth. The story of God's constant love found in Genesis, the good news found in the Gospels, the life of prayer, song and praise found in the Psalms, the teaching in the New Testament letters, and on and on and on. Here in this deeper description of law, we can more clearly vision a life where we would meditate on this morning and night, reading, reflecting, meditating, praying, singing, acting out the truth, ceaselessly walking with God through all our days. How does this make us happy? We understand the biology of trees needing water, especially in a desert landscape. But what does a stream of scripture mean for us? Have you ever watched and re-watched a show or a movie to the point which you can quote your favourite scene on demand? Or do you have a favourite book or poem with the lines that you've memorised because you love it so much? When you first experienced these, they were just you were just taking in the story or the words. However, when something becomes your favourite, it becomes part of your life and your memories. Like a favourite book or movie, when we meditate and delight in God's word, it goes from becoming a concept of the mind to a heart and soul transforming truth. It becomes part of who we are. And it's as this becomes a reality for us that we discover true and lasting happiness. As we become closer to God, more aware of God's constant presence with us and grow in our relationship with him. Just as the tree prospers and grows, we too grow through our rootedness in the word. That way we become the people God wants us to be, able to stand firm when the wind blows. If there is a reward involved, or as if the psalm says, we prosper, that reward is in the stability and strength derived from connectedness to God that offers the opportunity to grow and to bear fruit. Planting and growing trees is a long-term project. Those the Lord plants need many seasons to mature, even when growing in good soil and well-watered roots. In John 15, Jesus spoke of his father as the gardener, himself as the vine and the disciples as the branches. In order to be fruitful, he said, pruning is sometimes necessary. Jesus also said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. The water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. As we abide in the vine, drink the water, obey Jesus' commands, we mature in him and the Holy Spirit works with us and in us so that we bear its fruit. The word of God makes us truly happy because it brings lives filled with love, peace and justice. 
God's laws build relationships based on these values where individuals and communities flourish. Scriptures show us a different way of living, deeper, more satisfying than any good meal, football win or high score on a computer board. In my happy song, there is the line, here comes bad news, chatting this and that. And in the psalm, the tree says bears fruit in season, suggesting there are times when it does not. Life isn't all good news, is it? Bad news comes to us as well. To choose to be a tree doesn't mean to choose an easy life. It appears that the prophet Jeremiah meditated on this psalm and applied it to his own circumstances. He expands this psalm in chapter 17, giving more detail to the difficult times using the picture of a drought. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Psalm 1 says, the tree does not wither. For Raoul Williams says, can't nothing bring me down. God's love, his light is with us. The happiness of being in relationship with God cannot be lost even when life throws us a curveball, a raw deal, or even deep loss and agony. The happiness that God gives us is like a deep river running through our soul in comparison to the fleeting happiness that this world can offer us. So who wants to be a tree? I do. Notice that the tree says psalms, says trees, not just tree. Trees are planted together. The word planted in Hebrew also means replanted. Plants don't have any say where they're planted, but people do. I'd like to suggest that us trees plant ourselves together in God, in scripture, and also at church. As part of our meditating on scriptures, we need to spend time reading and talking about what God has said in the Bible. We need to spend time with people who think God's ways are important. We need to sing and pray and laugh with God's people. When we do, we live in God's love, grow in our discipleship, and the fruit of the Spirit blossoms amongst us. And we know what happiness is to us. This morning, Erin, Molly and Rachel have decided to take the step into membership of the United Reformed Church here at Thomas Risley. They have decided, like so many of you, to plant themselves here. Today is a day of celebration with and congratulations to Emron, Molly and Rachel to welcome them in and to commit to supporting them through the happiness of membership, as well as those times which are more challenging. It is a time when traditionally the elders will come to the front of church and say words of welcome. And we probably all spend some time after service over coffee sharing our own personal welcomes. Over Zoom, things like that aren't quite so easy. And so new times require new ways. So we're going into breakout rooms in a moment. 
and I'd like to ask each group to come up with two lists. The first is aspects of church membership each of you have personally found positive that has made you happy, a stream of water to nourish you on your faith journey. It can be just a simple word, fellowship, support, challenge, a new perspective. The second list for each person to suggest is one Bible passage that you found supportive for the more difficult times of your walk with Christ, a passage that you've meditated on day and night. For example, could be the 23rd Psalm. I'd ask that one person from each group enter your offerings for Erin, Molly and Rachel on the chat on the Zoom, because we can save these and print them off to send them for our new members to keep and to refer to on their journey forward. It's going to take a little bit of time, I understand, for you all to do that. So we're going to be in our breakout rooms for about eight minutes or so. I'm going to ask Tim now for you to send us all into breakout rooms. So one aspect of membership and one Bible verse from each person, please. Thank you. Thank you to everybody for taking part in that we had some wonderful suggestions in our group if you can make sure that your group suggestions are on the chat by the end of service today we can um, save those and what we're saying in our group it would be really lovely I think for us to share especially the bible verses with everybody because we had some fantastic um, suggestions and I think they'll be uplifting for everybody at the moment as well so thank you to everybody We're going to pray together now. And if I can ask for our words to be put upon our screen as normal, we are going to, I will lead with the words that are non italic and everyone else is going to say ones in italics. Could you unmute yourselves to do this so we can pray together, please? My reasons for this sweet I tell you this, it is a wonderful thing when members of the family live together in love and peace. They shall be May the church be one, just as Christ and God are one, that Christ may be glorified in us. The grace and mercy and peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. We now come to welcoming Erin, Molly and Rachel into membership. So I'm going to ask Tim if he would highlight them on our screens and if Molly, Erin and Rachel could keep unmute yourselves again. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only head of the church and in accordance with the decision of this local church meeting, we now receive Erin, Molly and Rachel by affirmation of faith into the membership of this congregation of the United Reformed Church. By baptism, Erin, Molly and Rachel, 
have been received into the membership of the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. They have affirmed their baptism, confessed their faith in Jesus Christ as their saviour and Lord, and have accepted the privileges and responsibilities of membership of the Church of Christ. We rejoice in the pilgrimage that has brought them to this time and place. We give thanks to God for every community of faith that has nurtured their faith along the way, and for their desire to join with us in Christian faith and discipleship. As they come to unite with us in this congregation, we invite them to confess their faith and to promise to live as faithful membership members of this fellowship. Molly, Erin, Rachel, do you confess anew your faith and trust in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, maker of heaven and earth, giver of life, redeemer of the world? Erin, Molly, Rachel, do you promise to share with us in the life of this church and to be faithful in the privileges and responsibilities of church membership? I do, with God's help. We now make our promises as the congregation together. Tim's going to put the words on the screen for us. Can I ask you all to unmute yourselves again, please? In welcoming Erin, Molly and Rachel as fellow members in the life of this church, do you promise your friendship in the Lord and will you give them your support in prayer and service so that they, with us, may continue to grow in the knowledge and love of God and witness to Jesus Christ, our risen Lord? We God of grace, you call us to be your servant people and gather us into the body of Christ. We thank you for sending us Erin, Molly and Rachel to work with us in serving your kingdom. Confirm us all in the power of your covenant to live in your spirit, to love each other and to share the mind of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. At this point... Myself as the minister and one or more of our elders would usually come to greet the new members with the right hand of fellowship as a sign of welcome. In these unusual circumstances, we are very blessed that one of our elders is able to do this on behalf of us all. So, Helen, could I ask you on behalf of myself and the elders to greet our newest members? Thanks, Jenny. In the name of Christ, we welcome you. May, you, may we grow together in unity and be built up into the body of Christ in love, to the glory of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Oh. <laughs> ah. Thanks, Mom. Yay. <laughs> I'm also going to ask Helen if she could, on our behalf, just pass on to the girls their certificates of membership now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all very much and a very big welcome to Molly, Erin and Rachel.
going to ask Kate now if she would lead us in prayers for our new members, their families and the wider community. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Jenny. The first of the prayers I'm going to bring is um, I'm going to bring a prayer for Erin, Molly and Rachel. uh, And I'm doing it by way of asking for God's to bless you with some spiritual gifts as you walk through life. Let us pray. God eternal, all-knowing and total love, you see the whole of human life, feel its joy and pain. And so we bring our prayers for the world before you. Erin, Molly and Rachel, in taking this step of faith, we pray that you are blessed. We pray for the gift of knowledge and understanding for you, that you may be caring of others, gentle with yourself, that you are able to untie the knots of life, be non-judgmental, and that God will expand your heart to love and care as God does. We pray that you receive the gift of wisdom to help you decide the roads to take in life, And the gift of courage, that as you walk in this world, you feel prepared and that you might give God all your questions, struggles, hurts and disappointments. And that you give God the glory in your successes. We pray for the gift of humility, that you will know a reverence and respect for everything and everyone. And the gift of counsel, that... You will seek help when you need it and give help to others when they need it. And I pray that this gift helps you make morally good choices that are healthy for your life and that build on your relationship with God. Finally, we pray a blessing on your mum and dad as they care for you in the days and years to come. And we pray that we can be a support to you, sharing times of worship and fun. Thank you for the blessing you are to this community, because you bring a sense of fun, of joyful laughter, brilliant smiles and your faith. All these bless us as a community and we are stronger because of your commitment. May God bless each of you and your family. Amen. So now I'm going to continue with prayers for our world. Lord, we pray for churches throughout our nation, for the many different denominations and congregations. We especially remember the work of Thomas Risley Congregation and Churches Together in Birchwood. May we increasingly work together to be an effective witness in your world and a sign of God's love in this community. Lord, we thank you for all the help and encouragement we are given from the church, from its worship, teaching and fellowship, From its faithfulness in prayer, bless and further all loving ministry in word and sacrament 
throughout your world, church. Inspire us all to follow your way and to do your will. Lord, we bring to you the joys, worries, frustrations and accomplishments of this week in our lives and in the lives of those people that we've met and shared conversation with. And we pray that your light shines on all our lives and those we meet to bring fresh directing and lasting goodness. And Lord, we bring before you those who are ill and suffering in any way. We especially remember all affected by coronavirus and all those caring for them, remembering especially the NHS, carers in many settings and the essential workers in our world. And now in a moment of quietness, we just bring prayers for those names of people, those situations that we know of. We just lift them to God. Lord, we pray your healing on these people and those situations and pray that you nourish them with your sustaining spirit and that you support them with your love around them. Lord, we thank you for your offer of life in all its abundance. May we accept it with joy every day of our lives. We bring these prayers in your name. Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Thank you, Kate. As is customary when we welcome new members, we will be sharing communion together today after our next song. As now that if you have not already done so, to collect the elements you may to serve as your bread and fruit of the vine knowing that grace will justify your choices in the sight of God. Tim, I ask, could you uh, start our next song, which is Cornerstone. Thank you. Trust 
we gather here today in the sight of God to join in holy communion know that we are only a stream width apart the God of all creation is not beholden to bounds of time or place 
God transcends our physical distances and parts the veil between us so that we may be together in this mystical space. Through God and the mystery of Holy Communion, we become one creation, one body, one church. We acknowledge our togetherness and ask God for God's peace to be with us all. The table is set. Let us proceed. God is with you. It is good to be joyful as we give thanks to you, holy God. You created us in your image and gave us life with your breath. Your love does not falter, even as we neglect that love. You liberated us from bondage and continue to ease our burden. With joy and with all of creation, we proclaim, Holy, 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 God of power and grace, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. You are holy God, and blessed is your child Jesus. Your spirit descended upon him so that he could proclaim good news to the poor, heal the sick, feed the hungry, cavort with sinners, and liberate the captive. His life gave birth to the church through a new covenant, one born out of the Holy Spirit, whose power dwells within us today. On the night in which he gave himself over, Jesus took bread, gave thanks to you, God, and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After dinner, he took the cup, gave thanks and said, This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many. Drink from it in remembrance of me. In remembering the mighty acts of Jesus, we offer ourselves as living witness, proclaiming the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your spirit on all those gathered together in this holy place and on these gifts of elements. Make them to be for us the body and blood of Jesus Christ, that we may be the body for the world. Your spirit makes us one with Christ and one with each other. It binds, blends and multiplies us as we minister to the world as one beloved community of faith, singing your praises on earth and in heaven until Christ comes again and we feast at the divine table in perfect harmony. This bread is made from many grains from many fields yet it was formed into a single loaf, because there is one God. We, though many and in many places, are one body. Join us as we partake in the body of Christ in remembrance of him. The body of Christ, given for you. This fruit of the vine is made by many hands from many places, yet pours freely. Join us as we share in this blessing of the cup of the new covenant, the cup of blessing poured out for you and for all.
eternal God. Thank you for this mystery of faith where you have given yourself to us. May we go into the world strengthened by your spirit in a spirit of generosity. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We sing our final song together. You are holy.
Thanks, Jenny. Um, it's now time to uh, dismiss each other with the grace. So if I can invite everybody to unmute yourselves. Uh, the prayer room will open after you finish. Let's say the grace. May the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the, God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Thank you.